Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Brazilian Polyglot. Today's episode will be a little different from the previous ones you have listened to so far. Up to now, I have been writing episodes about language learning and I covered some very interesting topics that aim to help your language learning process be easier, more fun and less arduous. After 18 weeks that I started this podcast, I decided to come up with something new, just to make it more interesting. On the second season of my podcast, on each episode you will listen to a story that will cover a specific grammar point. And what's the objective of this new style? The objective is to make you familiar with grammar in a contextualized way. If you've been following me for some time, you probably know that my approach to learning grammar is precisely that. We should acquire grammar naturally as we go along with the language, as opposed to memorizing the rules and trying to apply them into sentences. Grammar is a nightmare for a lot of students, but grammar is also an essential part of language. And that's why I decided to cover it on my episodes, but in an exciting and natural way. Well, the rules exist and it should be noted that grammar is important as it helps us understand how the language works. Grammar helps us speak more accurately, you know? The point is, we shouldn't learn language from grammar, but we should learn grammar from language. And that's my objective with these short stories. And why did I choose stories? Well, we all know that humans love listening to stories, right? Especially stories about other people's lives. No wonder why Big Brother Brazil has become such a popular TV show nationwide. No wonder why soap operas are one of the most popular TV shows worldwide. Brazilian and Mexican soap operas, especially. But before we dive deep into today's story, I want to give a brief explanation of the grammar point we will be learning within the stories. Comparatives and superlatives. As you can infer from the name, we use comparatives when we want to compare two or more things. Something is good, the other thing is better. Something is bad, the other thing is worse. Well, these are some irregular adjectives as the word changes completely, blah blah. But the main thing about comparatives is that you should add ER at the end of the adjective if it's a short word, and you should use the word more to accompany the adjective if it's a long word. As we compare two items, we use the word then. Check the examples below. For short adjectives, we have some examples. Late becomes later. Today I'm later than I was yesterday. For big, we have bigger. This beach house is bigger than the one we stayed at last summer. For small, we have smaller. This hotel room is smaller than the one we booked last year. For warm, we have warmer. Salvador is warmer than she thought it would be. For cold, we have colder. Lisbon is a lot colder than I imagined. For high, we have higher. Nowadays, my blood pressure level is higher than it was a few years ago. For short, we have shorter. Her brother is shorter than her. Now, some long adjectives. 
beautiful, more beautiful. Tahiri Beach is more beautiful than Playa Hermosa. Interesting, more interesting. This TV program is a lot more interesting than the one you told me before. Difficult, more difficult. This math exam was way more difficult than the one I did last term. Expensive, more expensive. Nowadays, airline tickets are more expensive than they used to be. What happens if we want to compare something in a lower level instead of a higher level? In that case, we only replace more to less. This ticket is less expensive than the one I had found before. This movie is less interesting than the other one. Well, you see that only by learning the rule, it becomes quite difficult to apply those things into practice, doesn't it? In real life, we don't have enough time to think if the word we want to use is short or long, therefore, if we must use ER or more, especially if this grammar point is new to you and you still haven't got used to its use. This is the reason why I'm a big advocate of immersion, and I firmly believe that you can learn any grammar point as you get a lot of exposure to the language. So, having laid the initial foundation, let's get the show on the road. Today you will listen to a short story about Daria as you follow her through her journey on a trip from Brazil to Lisbon, Portugal. And you will start to get used to the grammar point of comparatives and superlatives as you come across lots of examples. I hope you enjoyed today's story. Daria is originally from Brazil. She was born and raised in Mata de São João, a small town in the countryside of the state of Bahia. But she moved to the capital, Salvador, to study when she was 20. She really loves her country, but because she has heard that Portugal is also a very interesting tourist destination, especially for Brazilians, she wants to satisfy her curiosity to see this place and maybe consider the possibility of moving there permanently. In this story, she compares both places as she expresses her opinion on the Portuguese city that attracts so many Brazilians. It's May 10th, year 2013. The day of the trip is just around the corner. Daria's ticket is booked for May 15th, and she can't wait to board that plane and step foot on one of the greatest capitals of Europe. She starts packing her bags five days in advance, as she wants to make sure that she won't leave anything behind. She puts some coats in the washing machine, polishes her shoes, grabs some scarves that are forgotten in the drawer. She wants to look nice on the pictures. She starts folding clothes, and before she knows it, her bag is finally done. The days that come are filled with anxiety and excitement. She prefers not to tell her friends that she's going on a trip, though, especially because she's traveling on her own. Well, she won't be completely on her own when she gets to Lisbon, as she will be staying at her mom's friend's house, Silmara. Silmara is very high-spirited. She loves going out, talking to people, and she has a very positive outlook on life. This is the reason why Daria chose to stay at Silmara's place, despite her age, instead of choosing a hostel, an Airbnb, or a couch surfing. Daria gets an Uber to go to the airport early in the morning. 
As she arrives at the airport, her heart starts beating fast. My dream is finally coming true. She checks in at Latam's check-in counter, checks her bag, and only 40 minutes later, she's sitting on the plane waiting for it to take off. She knows that the trip already started once she booked the ticket, but the feeling she has when she's sitting on that window seat as she looks through the aircraft window is just glorious. The plane finally takes off. She's so excited she can possibly fall asleep. She was lucky enough to find a direct flight from Sao Paulo to Lisbon, so she won't have any connecting flights. She flew from Salvador to Sao Paulo a couple days before, and she took the opportunity to visit an old friend and to do some sightseeing in the biggest city of Brazil. She accommodates herself on the seat as comfortably as she can, and she thinks to herself, Last time I traveled with Latam, it seems that their seats were wider. Now they are a lot narrower. I hope these 10 hours go by fast. Try not to focus too much on the seat width. Daria enjoys the trip watching movies, reading books, and taking naps on and off. Before she knew it, she arrived in Lisbon. I'm finally here! She shouted with excitement. As she gets off the plane, she can already feel the breeze on her skin and she pulls up a cardigan from her carry-on bag. I think it's colder than I expected. <gasps> it's late May, so summer is about to kick in on the North Hemisphere. But the summer she's used to in the northeast of Brazil can't be compared to the summer of Europe. She's used to waking up to 25 degrees Celsius every day. Now, as she waits for her Uber to take her from the airport to Silmara's house, she checks the weather forecast on her phone and she reads Lisbon, 17 degrees, chance of forecast 10%. She jumps with excitement when she sees Silmara only 20 minutes later. Silmara lives in the neighborhood of Baixa Chiado, only a couple minutes walk from Castelo de São Jorge and Elevador de Santa Justa. It's so good to see you again after many years, Silmara exclaims, bursting with excitement to see her best friend's daughter so grown up and so mature. I know, me too. I must confess I'm a little impressed by the weather here, though. Because it's almost summer, I thought it would be warmer than it actually is, says Daria. Don't worry, you will get used to our chilly spring days, and they will be gone before you go back home to Brazil. I hope so. I can't wait to go to the beach. Do you think you can take a few days off work to show me around? asks Daria. Of course I can. The boss I have now is a lot more patient and more understanding than the one I had before. He knows I'm very hardworking and I never missed a day of work since I started working for him. So he will grant me with two days off so I can spend some time with you, replies Silmara. That's certainly great news. We could go to Praia da Cezimbra, what do you say? Whatever you want, honey. I even made a list of tourist spots you can visit in Lisbon. Some of them I already know, but it doesn't hurt to see them again. Especially because when I don't have guests over, I hardly do any sightseeing, complained Silmara. Ha! That's more common than you think, Sil. The same thing happens to me in Salvador. 
My city is a quite popular tourist destination all year round. But if you ask me when was the last time I've been to Ilha de Itaparica or Morro de São Paulo, I will not remember it. Right? Okay, so now let's accommodate your stuff in the guest room. I've made it nice and clean for you so you can feel like it's your home. This room is smaller than the one I sleep, but since you're by yourself, it should be enough. Oh, it's so nice of you to do that for me. Thank you, Sil. Everything is so much better than I expected, exclaimed Daria. No problem, hon. Your mom is like a mom to me, so it's my job to welcome her daughter in my place. When I was younger and I had just got out of college, she helped me find a job with one of her networking contacts, and I will be forever grateful for that. Okay, no more talking now. Just get some rest, because I'm sure you must be jet-lagged. Thank you, Seal, replied Daria. <sighs> she sighed deeply as she looks around the room and becomes familiar with the room furniture. She opens the window to a great view of one of the most traditional neighborhoods in Lisbon and thinks to herself, I think this trip will be more exciting than I thought. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Next week, we will listen to the second part of Daria's story as she starts her journey as a tourist in Lisbon. If you enjoyed this new format of episode, please don't hesitate to give me some feedback. I will be more than glad to hear your opinion. See you next episode. Take care.